strength It's the sword of power Sword is power Dragon and earth Soaring through the sky Spread your wings Super. Some little buddies needed a hug. Who's ready for a big old hug from your dad bug? <laughs> Is it Gohan? Find out this week on Ballin' Out Super. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Ballin' Out Super. Super, super duper in the morning. I'm your host, Katie Rose Leon, and with me, as always, is my hungover sidekick, Alex Patak. <laughs> it's Halloween, and I'm a Frankenstein. Hello. Mazel tov. And with us, beloved returning guest, Jake Young. Hi. Hi, folks. It's so great to be here. I'm glad you had me on for a very special boy-squeezy episode of Dragon Ball Kai that I'm just was definitely not traumatized to watch. The second I heard there was a child being harmed, I said, let's get Jake. Yeah. yeah. Um, I like how the mom boys squeezy. (laughs) I like how the mom watching her child die on television was played up for big laughs. It's like good. Moms are so annoying. (laughs) 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 They don't understand Dragon Ball Z the way they should. Mom, I'm trying to get murdered. You're embarrassing (laughs) me. He's trying to squeeze my bones. (laughs) There was a lot of parenting hot takes in this episode. (laughs) I'll I'll say there was a lot of... It was peak... Uh, Goku really just uh, laying it all out. <laughs> you know, now that I'm in my 30s and my eggs are drying up, I have to learn these lessons while I can. Mm. And Dragon Ball has shown me the way for that. Now, Jake, last time you were on the show, I believe was our Easter episode. Oh, wow. my God. So it's all the major Catholic holidays are um, just lining up. <laughs> it's the uh, the rise of Christ and his undead revenge. <laughs> well, I found out that Halloween was originally an Irish holiday, so you know Halloween. What? <laughs> Sam, Samhain is the day they ran out of pumpkins to eat. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Irish pumpkin famine is not something you can make fun of. It's it was a tragedy. We have to carve faces in the pumpkins to make up for all the children we lost in the winter. Actually, the, I heard originally in like a most depressing turn of information that it used to be turnips. It's something yeah. so. There's they something did used to be turnips. Damn, such that a sucks. bummer. It's like children hate turnips, I don't know, and they sucks. love pumpkins because they're thick. Like I mean, the, it's uh, the pumpkins we you buy at the supermarket to make jack o' lanterns are like bread to have thinner walls and bread to like last longer. Like those are decorative genetic freaks. I've been saying this. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's like the red delicious apple. Like we lost our way somehow in pursuit 
of visual perfection. I, I don't know. understand the cultivation of pumpkins. Can you do anything with them? Like, yeah, do people eat food. pumpkins? They're yeah, food. How are That's they food? Why... The oh seeds, my God. the flesh, uh, yeah. not the stringy, had, like, slimy goop, but. You've never had like pumpkin curry or something like that? Pumpkin soup? Pumpkin... I've had I've had my pumpkin spice latte, but that's all I've had. <laughs> You're paying the ass today. Okay. <laughs> oh my god! I've never keep... been carving into one of these honking things and thought I should put one of these in my craw because the flesh is so—it's like the skin of a man carving into a pumpkin. That's why it's so spooky, isn't it? Well, a lot of times if you're buying like pumpkin pie filling or pumpkin soup, it's mostly butternut squash. That's like the big dark secret There's of the a food secret. industry as they lie Blueberry to Blueberry flavor is uh, weasel anus and <laughs> pumpkin is squash. <laughs> but, uh, you know what? It's all, listen. Wasn't that a big New York uh, area scandal where it turned out like half a calamari was pig pizzle, which is essentially pig anus. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know if it was. I, I remember they did a whole This American Life about it, and their their conclusion was, we don't know, but we ate both, and they are indistinguishable. They're the same. It's just rubbery it. rings of friedness. I don't understand any of the freakouts about like what's in your meat. If you're eating meat, you are a werewolf. You just have to understand <laughs> yeah. that. You're a lowly beast creature. It doesn't matter if it's horse or pig or whatever. You're taking part in the flesh to be part of the violent carnival. It doesn't you know, matter I, what it is. I actually do agree with that because I, I, I get really annoyed by this weird thing where Western culture is like certain meat is fine, but then other meat is not fine. I get just being like, I don't like the texture. Right. But, you know, at the end of the day. <laughs> I'm going to catch some flack for this, but when people freak out about eating dogs, what do you think a pig is like? <laughs> oh, a pig <laughs> it's like, is more person. A pig yeah. is way... It's, it's like, like eating the closest people. to a They're person you dolphins. can get. They legally. are smart. <laughs> you, I mean, maybe would be better off morally eating a dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, God, I'm so... You know what? You know what? I'm just going to admit it. I, I know we're giving, our, giving some takes. I am a facile idiot when it comes to food stuff. Whoever talked to me last, I'm just like, like, hey, do you know what's in chicken nuggets? It's like pink <laughs> slime. And then I'll talk to another person. They'll be like, well, you know, organ meat's an awful and reclaimed meat is actually a tradition dating back from our origins. And actually, you know, <laughs> what makes a uh, protein from chicken breast better than protein from like the, the there are a hundred words in Eskimo for pink I, slime. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just I appreciate like, oh, that, that makes sense. Viewpoint. I'm just more just like my body is an ashtray, man. <laughs> like, just, like, put that pink slime in there. Like, Who knows which of these many things are going to kill me? <laughs> the whole pile compost. The damage is done. There's no yeah. saving. <laughs> Um, so last week I did try to do Halloween, not considering that this week would literally we would be literally recording on Halloween. I know, Halloween. but this is gonna post post Halloween, so I understand what you were mm. trying to do. I but. was trying and I feel like I failed because we did get some feedback. I, I read this whole long article about if Goku could beat composite Dracula, and uh <laughs> that was a long discussion. But people were commenting. Alex did not mention Alucard in the composite Dracula discussion, and I do feel like that was a failure. 
and I'm Alucard sorry. Alucard from Helsing or Alucard from Castlevania? From mm. Helsing. But here's the thing is composite Dracula has the strengths of every Dracula. And Those I are was both pretty. P- p- I uh, have never heard the Dracula's. phrase composite Dracula before. What is <laughs> it's happening? It's an amalgam Dracula comprised of many Draculas into one. <laughs> It's kind wait, of wait, like but, a, a Dracula, like Voltron situation. Am I to understand this? Where all the many Draculas form one mega Dracula? Yeah, it's like a we are the world of Draculas. Are, wait, <laughs> so are we saying, wait, so is the idea of composite Dracula that like actually several Draculas have combined into an Ur Dracula? Or is it just the idea of like best case scenario Dracula? I think it's a, as a, as a logic exercise, it's a best case scenario Dracula. Although you could make a lot of lore about how all those Draculas come together. <laughs> uh, although I got very stuck on the like Goku, cause it said Dragon Ball Super Goku, who is like mm. canonically a God. And then it's like, Dracula can't be around God. That's like his I... one thing. <laughs> oh, talk about Super. I have anime related discussion. <laughs> Ooh. Okay, yeah, my also, point I'm was sorry, I do have another we, article. But let's finish, hear Goku your literally has the power to solar flare. He would win instantly. It's not I, even a contest. We, it seems we'll, really one-sided. We will do the, the article. This is just very quick, but um, I don't really keep up with the super manga because, like, why would you? It's, like, garbage. <laughs> why and, like, I, like, would you? I do really respect how Toriyama has been completely upfront. Like I am phoning it in. Like I don't remember what I did yesterday. I'm not remembering any lore. Um, but basically it just came out that, uh, and I didn't read this. I, I just read the synopsis. So you know how in super Goku goes ultra instinct, which is not mm-hmm. a form of super Saiyan, but it's just like, it just means he's like really cool or something. <laughs> he wears a um, hat. Vegeta just got his own Mm -hmm. and it is called Ultra Ego. (laughs) (laughs) That sucks. It's amazing. And and essentially is he's doing the Yu-Gi-Oh where he just goes into your mind and like like just dunks on you, I guess. In your mind? Yes. He He throws you so hard. That your that you can that your punches are worse. He's shattering psyches, and I just uh, I just really appreciate that. And Dragon part- Ball is all about the body. The mind has no place in it. Yeah, and my partner was making the observation while I was watching today's episode that he's like, "What if then the next step is that Gohan gets ultra trauma and he goes <laughs> like fucking blackout mode right. and just beats Goku to death finally?" Right. <laughs> uh, that would be that would honestly it would. That Toriyama would like actually finally realize that like his series is about things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> be like, wait a minute, all this it feels like I've just been uh just developing a psychosexual nightmare zone for the past 40 years. Maybe I should do something with that. Yeah, in 2021, he watched Evangelion for the first time. <laughs> for the first time. And he's like, this is really good. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was uh, on pills through the 90s. I don't know if you could tell by my work. Oh, yeah. He was, he was doing the Stephen King thing where it was like, most yeah. of this was written blackout. I I, I'll be frank you. with you. I don't remember writing Boo. God damn. <laughs> God, the, I know there's a, there's a separate segment for the episode, but just the entire like, come on, Gohan, enter a fugue state. Sublimate <laughs> your conscious mind and become oh. white hot rage. Yeah, which once again is negated later in Super (laughs) when women enter the picture and they're like, you could just... And you don't have to do that, actually. (laughs) (laughs) 
Anyway, Alex, do you have a spooky article for us? Okay, yeah. Tell me if you think this is stupid, and I won't be offended. Also, what time did we start? Like 11.05? 11.10? Yeah. Who's paying attention? You, the side Why that's does it recording. zoom half a clock? That's it what does. I want to know. It, it doesn't. Does. Uh, Every week I have to guess. <laughs> I have to look at it and guess when I started. Well, anyway, this is... It, folks, if you're listening at home... If it's not Halloween the day, it's Halloween, and so you're still in the zone to be <laughs> molting with fear, which is why I've pulled up the very famous Inverse.com's 10 Scariest Ghost Pokemon Ranked Ever. <sighs> They're scary? A terrible title. And it's this is an bad. article, hey, it's under the Pokegeists. Header. Can you can you uh, put this in the chat or something? I need to see this with my Katie, eyes. Katie, not only can I put it, put it in the chat, I need to because you're not going to know any of these Pokemon and uh, you have to yeah. see the way this article is laid out because you can't read it. You have to like click 10 times. Oh, <laughs> no, first it's of one all, of those. Uh, literally, the entire online publishing industry is held together with scotch tape and wishes. And honestly, yeah. however Inverse gets to keep the doors open, good on them. Good on this oh. uh, our, this creator, Brian Lobber. This is Lo- the, uh, the prettiest version of this I have ever seen. I when you said it, I thought it was like one of those articles you like when you're reading like AOL News Today and you click on like ten re- times Sierra fucking one the day and then you have to click the arrow ten times and it's, it's yeah, just it's a shitty like, tiny slideshow tab that yeah, like nothing this- fits in is is it looks like an interactive experience but it's still the same thing just it's pretty. a treat it's a treat mm-hmm. to click through and find all the scary pokemon but I, I i do need you to read the title again because it's it it is it, so many words it absolutely is katie and thank you for asking me to do it again 10 scariest ghost pokemon ever comma ranked and then subheader the... boo <laughs> thank you by brian lover <laughs> <laughs> from Pokegeist. <laughs> Come back to bed, lover. Can my computer even like support You're, this article? Yeah, you probably you need a better <laughs> graphics card to run 10 scariest ghost Pokemon ever ranked. There's like a literally a motion like graphic from the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I, I, Due Alex. to Bitcoin, many people can't find out what the scariest Pokemon are, but uh, if, you, if you put in an order early enough, you should be able to get the hardware to find out it's Booyafur or whatever. Okay, um, Alex, I would love for you to... to, to to read this okay <laughs> especially recording and watching on one of those one child per one laptop per child pcs from the 2000s like those yeah. green ones oh i love those <laughs> i that's pretty much what the the chromebook replaced right yeah 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 it turns out you don't need special laptops just for poor children you can just give the children innovation a was like, yeah. the innovation was a computer that is shit we worked extra hard to make sure that these poor children don't get a computer that's too nice (laughs) this thing barely works and it's a hot item um okay uh well pokemon number 10 and this is an important thing you have to understand going in is i am not gonna know the majority of these pokemon so feel free to imagine them and we'll try to get into their aesthetics the number 10 is sableye yeah Mm mm-hmm 
One of the, frankly, too many Pokemon said to steal people's souls, Sableye only really excels in its mega evolution, but its design is really creepy in a haunted doll kind of way. Now, I have something to say. Mm-hmm. Yes, Katie. What is scary? Because what I am looking at is an adorable little purple guy with mic. jet with her mic. for eyes. He is not, it is not He's spooky for sure. He's a little, you know, he's shopping at Hot Topic for his eyeliner, but he is not scary. He's just a little guy. Well, he's purple. I'm not scared a little bit. He's not going to kill me. He's He's only going to kill. He's going (laughs) to. Right. right. (laughs) He's weak to fairy type Pokemon. What's scary about that? Of something that's pink and fluffy can kick your ass. His eyes are diamonds. That's pretty scary. That's like the Shrike has diamond eyes. I just, he feels like a little. If I saw this guy walking around, I'd be like, oh, look at this little guy. I have 10 years. Good luck. It's not like he's going to kill me. He's not going to like cut my throat and a bunch of like thick red blood's going to spray everywhere. He's not scary at all. That's what you say. And many people say it, but then there they are spraying blood ropes. So <laughs> I, I don't. God. All right. In my past <laughs> life, I was a content goblin. All right. I was. Go. Go. A man who wrote Pokemon's Halloween-themed listicles for my daily bread. My health care was Oh, no, Jake, are you, for. like, having a post-traumatic stress moment? Because when Alex first read this title, I saw a look past your face. <laughs> I mean, the title is is literally gibberish. What was I'm it? Brian like, best Lover, ever okay? ranked. <laughs> it's, like, all the words. It, spookiest ghost Pokemon ever. Um, mine was, the article I did was a little bit more heady. And it went into the actual like uh, folklore and myths that all these spooky Pokemon were based on. So Sableye, it's holding you back, you don't want that. Sableye, uh, in motion, he goes. He's like, eh. he's yeah. like waving his arms. He has like little jagged teeth that come out. Yeah, uh, is a hundred percent based on the Kelly Hopkinsville Goblin Encounter, which was a like nineteen fifty five cryptid Zeno whatever case that got popular uh it was even in the air force blue book and was uh said to be a hoax according to the air force but we know they're just covering up they're covering it family tom DeLong is gonna get (laughs) us the truth sableye is a prank by the navy (laughs) yeah uh but basically a bunch of people in hopkinsville kentucky a family of five adults and seven children claimed their house was attacked by small alien creatures that were said to move in the same like goobly goo method that Sableye does, had big pointy ears and were like squat up to like waist high. They were impervious to bullets and uh, the family got widespread coverage in the 50s. And in Japan, there is a huge cryptid kind of community, like all sorts of weird uh, uh, what's the dumb one that looks like an owl? Do you know what I'm talking about? There's another dumb alien that is basically just, oh, you just saw an owl, but you, whatever, we'll say it's an alien. Yeah, They're I not our talking owls. about, but they like, show up in video games all the time. And so I'm going to say Sableye represents the trauma of a Kentucky family thrust into a world they did not know was possible. Oh, I'm so Kentucky, glad Jake is here. Uh, I mean, uh, Sableye <laughs> was the Pokemon thrown into scared small communities in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. He's well, a trigger. We got to get through the rest of all this. Right. 10, That's number so 10. I, I didn't realize Jake was going to know all of these Pokemon personally. I, did. I didn't. Of course <laughs> he did. It's Jake Yon. 
I didn't know if he was going to be friends with all the Pokemon, but we have no, nine I, more I, of these. I click next. I know nothing about this dumb guy. Tell me about yeah. this now dumb guy. Now next is Aegislash, and it's a <laughs> spooky shield and a sword, and it has what? wings, and its eyes are the shield, and its hands are on its head, which is like a hat. And it's Aegislash, and it's, it's fearsome. I don't know why it's that's scarier a, than the last one, but it is. It's a steel ghost type. Once again, it's not scary. I'm just like, no. oh, is this just like a badge? Oh, it's a Pokemon. Okay. I don't know. Would be getting killed by a sword be scary? Katie? Wait, I mean, the, yeah. yeah. Even the be... article says its design isn't the most inspired, but it gets the job. Oh, God, I missed this level of like... <laughs> Fuck, it's it's 2 p.m. I have to crank something out. Fuck, all right. It doesn't here we matter. Go. It doesn't yeah. matter what the spookiest is. It just I, needs to be on the website. I uh, I had yep. to do some, I was moving this weekend and uh, we were listening to Sirius uh, in my, uh, my boyfriend's like parents' car because we borrowed their Jeep and they have Sirius and there's this station called Lithium, which is just basically K-Rock, you know, it's just like 90s rock and roll music and the dj that came on i think just woke up and was literally just googling shit and being like um you hear a social distortion made a bathing suit that's cool anyway <laughs> next and that's, that's what this awesome. feels like to me it's like you could get paid to just like phone it in mm-hmm. um just... iheart radio if you're listening i could definitely do that i could definitely you. google shit i can i google things all the time i'm doing mm-hmm. it right now Number eight, <laughs> Miss Magius. It's just a spooky cat. Well, it's a cat, but she doesn't, her arms are in her dress and mm-hmm. her head is a witch's hat. But she's also, she has like eyes under the hat. So it's like a little cat. She does uh, cause hallucinations uh, and gives people like sleep paralysis. So that's pretty cool. That's, that's I like when that... Pokemon gets like experimental and is like, this Pokemon is the idea of lead poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> and this one's a broom. Yeah. <laughs> um, it has a lot of uh, designs, uh, hallmarks of its era, like uh, just random jewels just kind of stuck into its body with no rhyme yeah. or reason. Um also, its face really only works if you're looking at it from a specific angle. So yeah. I'm sure when they did the 3D conversion, someone at Game Freak really just had the worst day of their lives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're like, how do I make this into a mesh? Fuck. Fuck, I hate you, Sigamori. I Some hate of these so ideas are not ideas, I'm noticing, here yeah. at the Pokemon Corporation. Um, yeah. I would say this is scarier than the sword yeah. shield. Yeah. I mean, it is actually a, a scary thing, which is, you know, they'll steal your children, and teach they them about babies. alternative sexual lifestyles, yeah. Yeah. Uh, teach them to read, all the things you don't want your children to do. Encourage next, women to vote. The mm. next one is an evil tree, it appears to be. Number seven, Katie is, of course, referring to Trevenant. Trevenant. It's this a is tree. What, this is what I it guess- says here. Like a ghostly smoky bear, Trevenant lives to protect the forest. Unlike Smokey, it does so by eating anyone who disrespects the trees. Its forest's curse move makes opponents grass type, giving them weakness to fire. Cool. So, oh, nice. Yeah, it's a tree. It's a it's a it's a fucking poltergeist. Let's move on. <laughs> well, it's a spooky I will, tree. I will say his uh their pre-evolution is Phantom, and Phantom is adorable. 
<laughs> Phantump is just an adorable, cute little spooky ghost tree. I love it. Uh, we have to get to number six. Number six is, of course, Palos Sand. How is this scary? It's just a it's little a sand, sand castle. castle. But okay. it, it says it gets your soul and your bones. That's it's uh, Palo Sand is a classic in the design is goofy. And then you read the Pokedex entry and it's like the last thing you'll feel is sand filling your lungs because there is no escape. And you're just like, what the fuck? Why? Why? But why, though? <laughs> it's, Cubone it's, uh, is a lonely Pokemon ever since it killed its wife for no reason. <laughs> exactly. That's why Palo Sand's on this list. <laughs> I love it. All right, next, number five, Shedinja. I would argue that the, the sandcastle that kills you with hugs is way scarier than those just like little bug man. <laughs> Shedinja is a friendlier looking ghost Pokemon, but also one of the strangest. It's the ghost of a bug's exoskeleton, which raises all sorts of ontological questions. It just appears in an empty Pokeball when Ninkata involves spooky. So I guess the spooky part of it is... is It's a dead exoskeleton. It's uh, dead skin, which, the Pokemon. Which Im- <laughs> yeah, which implies that the skin has a consciousness of its own, which really raises more questions. Nah, but just, just, just take that idea, just put it in a little part of my brain, uh, or your brain, obviously, and just put it in Shinto bullshit. Oh, and then uh, it makes you. sense. Yes, Shinto bull- Yeah, you know what? Thank you, Jake. That's very much like... This Pokemon is the furniture you threw out when you moved. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I will say the halo is a bit much. The halo is just like a little, you know, you don't want to be reminded. you know why it's there is yeah. because the rest of this design is like not reading as a ghost at all. So they were <laughs> like, and there's a halo. So, you know, <laughs> it's not a bug. It's a ghost of skin. Mm. Yeah. So, wait, May- so you could like battle with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> This thing does moves. It's not just, you know. Oh, gross. okay. Wait, the the spooky thing about this one, I think this is another Pokedex. Uh, we're still on Shedinja, right? Number five, um, Shedinja. The, the back sprite of the um of Shedinja, especially in the pixel games, had just like this gaping black hole in the center of it. And I believe the Pokedex was like, if you stare at its hole, it will go nuts and kill you. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, that I appreciate. Don't look at my hole. Yeah, yeah <laughs> That's yeah, yeah. my nasty hole. Uh, right. wait, uh, if I we can got find... so much Dragon Ball to get yeah. into, so right, let's... Yeah, yeah, Number yeah, yeah, yeah. four, Giratina. Oh, wait, wait. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> I found it, I found it, I found it, I found it. Uh, Shedinja, this is from Pokemon Ruby. Shedinja's hard body doesn't move, not even a twitch. In fact, its body appears to be merely a hollow shell. It is believed that this Pokemon will steal the spirit of anyone peering into its hollow body from the back. Okay, so they should have put that in the description. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, number four is Giratina, Mm -hmm. and it's like a dragon who's gay. (laughs) 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 She's like, (laughs) she's got rings, and like her arms are like, hello, and. uh, but I think it's like six... miasma, like miasma wings. Everything about the like anatomy of this dragon is wrong. Its body is so heavy and it has these tiny wings. <laughs> um, now I'm just plugging bullshit because, uh, again, back at the website, the website I used to work for, uh, we did pixel animations that are now kind of a universal punchline for cheap video game comedy. But the, this one we did was very good. Uh, what happens when you battle the Pokemon devil? 
Uh, I played Giratina in this sketch, and it basically in the Pokemon universe, this weird golden spider miasma wing thing is Satan. Oh, like, okay. It oh. is cast from paradise, cast from uh, Palkia no. and Pokemon Arceus. got so deep, man. I was yeah. just like, <laughs> God no, this cast was out the... his worst designed dragons. <laughs> <laughs> Diamond and Pearl went nuts with it, man. They got metaphysical with it. And then, uh, was it Platinum? I forget which one they brought in Giratina, but it's like, and of course, there's the fucking devil from a from a world of violence. And it is just, uh, it turns into a gross millipede as an alternate form. It's a fucked up one. But it's, uh, it says uh, it, it uh, the physical embodiment of antimatter, it had to be sealed in an alternate dimension for being too violent to exist. Mm-hmm. Too violent to exist is a very funny phrase. And in that's the my, universe, that's like a line from my hardcore band. In the universe of Pokemon, a ten-year-old can enslave it and give it a little berry to hold in case it gets sleepy <laughs> for health. My friend, the devil, <laughs> gonna shatter your mind. <laughs> okay, three more. Number three, of course, the third most scary Pokemon has to be. Frostlass, who's mm. it's um it's like Griffith from Berserk in and the yeah. Hawk mode, but it's except it's a, a ghost of a guy. woman who died for freezing to death. Mm-hmm. Is that why she looks so cold? Because she froze yeah, to death. Which I do believe is like a Japanese folklore thing. Like snow women are like women who <laughs> snow froze to death. <laughs> women. They're cold, you're cold, let them in. Yeah. I watch a lot of anime where it's like, I'm just a regular girl, but now I'm forced to marry the Ogre King. Oh, my <laughs> God. Oh, my God. And that's why I've <laughs> met a lot of snow women in those. How am I going to get the Ogre King to do dishes? <laughs> oh, my God. He's the king and he's an ogre. <laughs> my favorite <laughs> thing about Katie, your fake anime dub girl voice is that you literally cannot tweak it hard enough to become parody. It's just what dub <laughs> it's, it's an uncanny like, replication. As hard as you can to be like, no, 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 this is how stupid it sounds. It still just sounds like you're a professional anime dub actress. <laughs> Hire me. I'm so professional. Well, that's, fr- I'm sorry, I was getting water. That's Frostlass, everybody. Look at Frostlass. that. Frostlass. Frostlass, its favorite food is frozen souls. Number two, <laughs> Mimikyu. You've heard of Pikachu, but have you heard of fucked up Pikachu? Oh, come on. <laughs> People loved Mimikyu when it came out. People yeah. went nuts for this thing. I like bought a plushie of this for a friend of mine. The last sentence of, so it's like, it's like a ragdoll Pikachu, but it's not Pikachu. It's pretending to be Pikachu. And the last sentence of the description is anyone who sees under Mimikyu's disguise is said to die of terror. Yeah, because he's wearing, it's 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 a piece of cloth he's wearing. It's a Pikachu costume he made by hand, which means there's just unknown horrors. <laughs> it's really a craftsmanship <laughs> Pokemon. It's, uh, it's built for the internet. Like, there is nothing the internet loves more than a chthonic horror for, that will drive you insane upon glances. But also, he just wants to be loved. He yeah, wants woo-woo. to be loved. I have impostor syndrome. Yeah. Oh, I think oh, I'm so Pikachu. Oh, I have anxiety, and also I cause on t- uh, magical <laughs> terrors. <laughs> <laughs> um... 
I, if you're scared of this shit, you must be terrified of like all of the world of bugs. I, I feel mean, like bugs do everything and more yeah. that we've read I today. A, I have a lot to say. I mean, I feel like anyone who then like sees like a sexualized version of a character they liked and they're like, you ruined my childhood. I feel the same way where I'm like, you must have a hard time right. <laughs> being alive. Honestly, if Mimikyu is giving you heart palpitations, wait till you see a slightly large dog. <laughs> Some dogs are too big. I have been thinking that. Some of them are like little horses. <laughs> well, we have no I'm time saying, to I'm get saying into just that. even like a chocolate lab. That's like enough to make you go like, ah! oh, Jesus. <laughs> May you never betray me. <laughs> Number one, this is the most frightening ghost Pokemon Which is ever. Not. It's not the most ranked. beloved Pokemon of all time. Folks, it's Gengar, the Italian Pokemon. Mm. His mama loves to feed him, and that's why he looks like that. Why is he scary? I I loved Gengar since I was a small child, scared of everything. Uh, <laughs> I thought from the, the tree article, my- Katie, from the article, its simple design is hard to beat. <laughs> Can't beat it. It's terrifying. It's they a circle just been, with arms. <laughs> they should have just been like, here's a list of kind of spooky Pokemon. You know, mm-hmm. none of these are scary. Here's a list of some guys. <laughs> <laughs> Click to find out. The guys of the week. All right. Well, I'm terrified. What is inverse? Don't, uh, don't ask a that. Clearing house for... Uh, clicks in order to make Google AdSense revenue. Okay, I feel like I was in a garage sale of information just now. Well, that was ooh, that was real. I'm I'm gonna say back in my day when we were writing clickbait lists, we had integrity. <laughs> we had a point. We had like more than two sentences per entry. We, we would do lists. it right. God dang it! Uh, I also had healthcare, so I'm I'm guessing they saved a lot of money doing it this way. Oh, well, you know, I know I'm thoroughly terrified, but you know what's even scarier, Alex? What's Not that, having a sponsor for this week's show. Oh, wait, we have one. Oh, my God. The, uh, it's Halloween. <laughs> <clears throat> this is Halloween. This all is right. Halloween. This week's. All right. Wait, I got it. I got it. It was uh, specially requested that I read this week's ad read, which I appreciate hypothetically, except I would like to remind our listeners, I literally have dyslexia. (laughs) Anyway, let's go. This week's episode is sponsored by Melanie Harper, Submissive of Darkness. Uh, Important to this ad read, uh, request that Alex does not read it. Yes. Uh, returning sponsor, and she she told me, uh, I'm sorry, I don't know their pronouns. They they told me how to pronounce their, their name this time, which is, uh, they spelled it out, is uh, Clarny, Clarny, Clarny Klein. <laughs> I cannot read. <laughs> you said Klein. that so confidently, like you were about to knock this out of the park, and they were no. like, I think it's Clarny. <laughs> This spooky season, excuse me, this spooky season, find out what happens when a bratty vampire bites off more than she can chew in Melanie Harper, submissive of darkness, a werewolf and a vampire spanking romance novel. Now, I know you guys are wondering, 
what is this possibly could be about? Well, werewolf alpha Morgan Bloodfang can't believe her luck when the most adorable baby goth she's ever seen starts flirting with her while she's out drinking one night, fresh out of the closet and eager to make up for lost time. Growing up Mormon, there's a lot in here. Growing, <laughs> growing up Mormon. Melanie Harper is plump in all the right places. You know what I mean, Phil? Right. They it know has... how to feed you in Mormon society. Yeah, they do. All that milk. <laughs> <laughs> it's good it for your a, bones. Has a submissive streak a mile wide because of that good domestic Mormon upbringing. Needless to say, she's just Morgan's type. Only problem is her shy dance partner turns out to be a recently arisen vampire with eyes bigger than her stomach who passes out on top of her after going for a jugular in the parking lot. I oh, feel like no. you're giving away here. Spoilers. Uh, escorting the unconscious vampire freshman home, Morgan fully intends on giving her peace of mind and a dose of her belt when she wakes up from the blood coma only to wind up claiming her as her mate instead man what a dream uh it might be sudden but instinct has never led morgan astray before and she doubts it will now can a vampire claim a werewolf as her life mate i don't absolutely. know absolutely if they're mormon they can okay i mean he's on is- mission to bust Oh, I see. No, no, it's the werewolf claiming her as her mate because werewolves, dogs, mates. Oh, because dogs, like, pee on them, and then that's Yeah, like, and only know. problem is, you guys, here's the problem. Here's the crux. Melody, the little vampire, is a total brat. Oh. She's going to have to learn her place over her alpha's knee. That's right, spanking. Melody Harper, Submissive of Darkness, is available now in both digital and physical forms on all major retailers. Visit... Visit hornyvampires.gay to get your copy today. Now that that's, that's a, a website. That is, that a, is website. a website. <laughs> that is an ad read. Those are bullet points. Thank I'm sorry. You. What I'm, is that website? One more time, just in I'm, case you forget. I'd be happy to give it to you, Jake. It is hornyvampires.gay. <laughs> hornyvampires.gay. God damn, I want to give you $5 for that one. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> you got spanking. You got werewolves and vampires and like a weird religious turn in there, which is a whole other spanking subgenre. So good on you, Clarny. I'm sorry if I pronounce Clarny. Clarny. I'm sorry. I can't say your name. Thank you for sponsoring this week's show. The Clarny Stone. But you know what, guys? Talk about horny spankings over daddy's alpha need. It's time to talk about blowing out out. Dragon Ball Z. Z. (laughs) I know what I'm saying. (laughs) It is Halloween. Balling out Dragon Ball Z. I stood up too late watching Choco Pro's Halloween special. Um. You guys ready to talk about Dragon Ball Z? Katie, I am ready. Okay, cool. The title of this episode is <laughs> Get Angry, Go On! <laughs> Release Your Hidden Power. Well, last week, Goku uh, was fighting Cell, and he's like, you know what? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Time to send in my son. And everyone's like, what? <laughs> no, don't, they said. Please like, no, stop. No, it's fine. 
Uh, and also, so we, oh. the only thing I feel like we really have to cover from last episode is everyone begging Goku, for the love of God, just eat a bean. We have a whole <laughs> satchel of beans, and then being like, I don't want to. They're well, we, gross. We have fully established on the episode, I believe Jake was here for, that Goku's uh, anti vax. Yeah, I true. don't think I was there for that. I don't I feel believe like you so. were. I feel okay. like there's Jake a lot there of chunky beardos who make their way through these hallowed <laughs> no, halls. No, you're the favorite one. I just uh, maybe it came up naturally. I also I record this in a fugue state, much like we're trying to encourage in Gohan. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Goku, famous anti-vaxxer. He also, you know, for those that don't remember, had Trunks came from the future and it's like, you're going to get an incurable heart disease, but here's medicine to prevent it. And he's like, no, I don't that. No. <laughs> and then that was the whole plot of the Namek saga. I'm that? all it's natural. It's your time. It's your time. I'm Goku. So we open up. <laughs> Team Gohan stares at Cell as dust and wind blows about. And Cell, not missing a beat, my cunty queen goes, keep staring, kid. It won't help you. Take, Take a, a picture. picture. <laughs> it will last longer. Everything he says sounds like that. It's so it's good. so amazing. I'm um, Cell here for karaoke night. One, Shine one, bright like a diamond. One second, boys. What do you think she's doing right now? What is, I'm, signaling what is this? To my, I'm signaling to my partner to bring me a tissue because I'm like. Katie I'm leads away from the camera and makes a like Roman gesture. <laughs> oh, come on. She's sniffly. We all got a case of this. We've all been there. Got a sniffly. We've podcast. all been sniffly on Halloween. I've had post nasal drip for like the last two or three weeks. And I think like the it's the trees. It's, mm. It is. Um, It's also because so I just. Long story. I'm not moving into an apartment right now. I'm staying with Matt and storing my my stuff at my dad's I'm house. Cell. <laughs> uh, until I find an appropriate place, and uh, so I'm recording like covered in shit in this bed right now. So I like literally can't get up. So I'm like, that's <laughs> man tissue. Um. Anyway, so they're staring. Cell's being sassy, and uh, you know, Krillin's like, oh man, and uh. Piccolo's like, go on, which we do a really uh, hard cut to Chi-Chi and her dad watching Gohan on TV. And she's rightfully like, no, don't <laughs> murder my son, please. What an Hello, idiot. it's me, the guy who loves to murder. I murder things so easily and well. <laughs> She's yeah, she the, as Jake was saying before we started recording, Chi Chi's role this episode is really played up for laughs. The <laughs> wailing mother watching her son be beaten up on TV. I know it to really the point of like possible death several times. I um I would state that this is like a thesis statement for Dragon Ball Z. This episode is like women's emotions. Pfft, they are hilarious, hilarious and unreasonable. Fathers want to see you succeed through almost dying. <laughs> oh, and Katie, you weren't here for this. A big part of last episode two was Trunks declares out loud, there's 10 of us. I'm sure together we could beat this guy's ass. <laughs> and then everyone just like makes fun of him for like five minutes. <laughs> 
I feel really bad for future Trunks in general because his role through this whole arc is he's like, all right, this is what's going to happen. This is what we need to do. And they're like, yeah, I don't know about that. And he's like, I am from the future. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of the stand in for people who take climate change seriously right now. We're like, <laughs> it would be so easy. It'd be so easy to fix this problem. And they're like, yeah. no. Let's do and, it the other way. His only flaw is he doesn't want to hurt his dad's feelings. <laughs> He's like, I'm objectively stronger than you, but I'll just let you think whatever, I guess. Some great Vegeta shots this episode, by the way. Oh. They give him a whole ass chin. Mm. So, um, as Cell, uh, Chi-Chi freaks out, Cell just immediately gets to it. It jumps up and is, does beam after beam after beam at Gohan, who is, he's doing a roll away. He's doing a flip away. He's trying to get away. And at one point, Cell's like, hold still. Why don't you? <laughs> and, I'm trying um, to kick your ass. The first part of this episode has big, like, invincible vibes. Like, a lot of, like, think, Mark, think. Like, just brutal <laughs> teenage faces getting caved in throughout a lot of what's happening. The uh, TV announcer, who really has some nerve, continues to call our hero, Teen Gohan, the water boy. And he's like, uh, oh, shit, the water boy is in here. What? Why would they do this? A kid in a ring. And then, like, they have the people watching in, like, the city on the TV, like, there's got to be a law. <laughs> <laughs> Which, fun fact, uh, Wisconsin just passed a law that 14-year-olds can work until 11 p.m. during the week. The Gohan provision. Yeah, yeah. Yes. If it's good there's, enough for Gohan, it's good enough for our boys. There's also something so funny about calling someone by their job title as they're beaten to death. Doesn't that remind mm. you of, like, when Lady Gaga's dog walker got shot? <laughs> Yeah. And they were like, his name's Dan. <laughs> Gaga's um, dog slave. Cell <laughs> <laughs> so gets a few punches on him and he's like, he, uh, he very rightfully is like, pathetic child, you're going to die, but at least you can blame your dad for this one. <laughs> Honestly, good point here. <laughs> very relevant. Which is the point that Everyone in this episode is trying to make, and it's very funny to watch the arc of it. Um, Cell is the perfect man. He can read the room. He's a smart mm -hmm. cookie. Yeah. You know, Trunks is like, he's getting beat up like a rag doll. And <laughs> everyone thinks his Gohan is like essentially dead, except for Goku, who's like, eh, it's fine. <laughs> he's, he, wait for it. <laughs> wait for it. I actually really relate to Piccolo in this uh, episode as someone who often gets flustered and is making some really good points and everyone continues to brush me off. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, why couldn't you listen to us just this one fucking time, Goku? This is a and big he, emotional episode for Piccolo. Yeah, because his son's getting murdered. Yeah. <laughs> It's real, like, good stepdad versus absentee <laughs> bio-dad vibes. They, like, kind of like, run into a, like, a, a, a like melodrama kind of situation where half of the show still has to be Dragon Ball Z. So, like, quickly, do your beam attack. When the other side is like, I raised this son, and you don't know what it's like to be a dad. Truly, though, Pickle's like, I know you have rights I don't have because you're the biological father, but where were you for literally 10 years, my because man? Because you're a white man in the Dragon Ball Z world. 
You think you can just do... They, like, don't know how to write it. It's very funny. <laughs> and uh, Goku has the nerve to look at him and go, relax, Piccolo. Relax. Like, he's very... He's too chill for what's happening and what is at stake. Maybe you don't and get it. I'm Goku from Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> just take a chill pill. Yes, your son that's technically my son is about to die before our very eyes. And then the whole world watching the genocide of your absentee family that replaced a real family that it was also genocide, but like, it's no big deal. Uh, that's when cell goes, Hey, Goku, eat a sensu. Bean, why don't you? <laughs> Which is, it blew my mind that like, this is the first time I think a villain acknowledged like, Hey, use those cheaty beans you have. <laughs> Come on. The best part about this line is he doesn't even say bean. He goes, Goku, eat a senzu. Like he's got cute names for it. <laughs> Cell rules. He's the best villain in the show. Yeah, and he says, you're the only one worthy here, which is like Dragon Ball language for basically being like, we know how this ends, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then Goku goes, oh, really? And then who's that behind you? Oh, shit, it's Gokan, and he's kind of pissed off. Right. <laughs> he was punched into a million rocks at this interview. A end. million. Rocks upon rocks upon rocks. Rocks upon rocks, which, by the way, there's been a lot of rocks explosion in this fight alone. Where do the plateaus keep coming from at a certain point? Well, they're, it's erosion, Katie, and they're molded <laughs> by the previous rocks. Okay. It's have you, rock, very rocks quickly. form rocks. Have you Katie. seen a satellite photo of America? They got like plateaus for days. They could, it's not unrealistic. <laughs> yeah, you could do this in like Nevada or something. They're in Nevada <laughs> for the cell games. So um Gohan tries to reason with them. He's like, listen, this fight's pointless. And this is Chi Chi's parenting mm -hmm. coming to fruition where he's like i'm giving you a chance to leave because i don't want to kill you and i'm not like my dad i don't really like the fight for the challenge especially when the world's at stake that seems kind of stupid so mm -hmm. um i actually can kill you so why don't you like scoot your boot and we don't have to do this right and, and i uh, get that he's a boy but this does also show the side of goku's parenting which is not taking a life or death situation seriously <laughs> <laughs> And trying to haggle your way out of it with Cell, which is so funny. He's such a bad guy. He's a bug. Yeah. <laughs> Cell goes, LOL, what? And then Gohan's like, let me provide you with some flashback examples. Oh, my God. These flashbacks. <laughs> yeah. We get, uh, Dad says, I'm the only one that could take you. Ever since I was a baby, I would get super pissed and go spazzy rage mode. Here's mm -hmm. some examples. One. <laughs> yeah, we get a saga. wonderful Dragon Ball <laughs> clip show. The uh, I will I noticed that the one of the first they show the Raditz headbutt, which is a classic moment, and yeah. then they show uh, Piccolo yeeting young Gohan into a mountain. <laughs> into the... uh, <laughs> and I forgot they show that like Gohan blasts the entire mountain gun, and then the blast goes off into like several miles. Yeah, they which, he uh, killed a city of people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it also like. We at, at power level 5,000, we were already there. We were already at leveling miles of mountain range in a single flash of light. So, like, what is even happening now that we're at power level gagillion? Like, oh, it does not track. They had a whole yeah. big thing a few episodes ago where they're like, Goku, don't point your beam the wrong way or the earth <laughs> will explode. And it's like, wouldn't it just all the time anyway with all of these? <laughs> 
um, yeah, we do the Raditz, we do uh, Piccolo training, and we do uh, Planet Namek where uh, Frieza, he like gets sassy with Frieza. And he's like, so I, I did all this stuff when I was just like fucking around, but now I'm Super Saiyan. So we know for sure, I'm going to kill you. And that's when Cell's like, oh, you stupid bitch. Why did you even tell me you have an outfit reveal? Now we have to go there. Okay. You dumb slut. Not to- <laughs> Listen, I'm what I'm, I'm just, I'm a horny vampires dot gay for power right now. <laughs> He's like, I simply must see where this leads. So he, uh, Cell just immediately just fucks him up a bunch and then puts his boot on his head and mm-hmm. is stomping him into the ground. He's like, you like that, you little piss baby? Get mad. Get mad. Are you mad yet? Are you angry? It is. That, it is. It gets it gets weird. It does get yeah, weird. It's very sexual. You're and a then, little worm. Yeah, do the worm. Say, sells perfect. Say it again. <laughs> uh, and then everyone's like, Goku, please stop this. It's disgusting. And uh yeah, and then Goku is it Goku or Cell that's like get angry? They're both are, right? They're both Everyone are. is just telling Gohan to get angry. Gohan is like, ow, uh, I don't know, like oh, this yeah. is the kind Cell, of situation where sometimes you get hurt and it's not an angry feeling. It's just like, <laughs> ouch. Well, <laughs> stop Piccolo it. makes that point later. But yeah, at, th- at this point, Cell's like, get angry, you little piggy. Oh, get angry. You're so mad. Hulk out your little jeans. Like, you know. Um, so he fucks him up a bunch. And then the TV announcer is like, literally, who could take this? He almost died twice. Mr. Satan, go save him. Mr. Satan's like, uh, my stomach hurts. I ate some bad dog the other day, and it's fine. You it's, know? it's tough to have to keep reasserting your excuse in that situation. Because <laughs> they keep asking him, and he's like, the eggs I ate, they were no good. <laughs> it's the and classic it- comedy trope of Japanese diarrhea jokes. <laughs> oh, I do. Um, it's extra funny because this is when Mr. Satan is like the most healthy and he's still all Jack, too, because like objectively, he was a strong guy before these aliens showed up. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's a great guy. He's, he's one got of the that, best. He's got that Yancha syndrome, you know? <laughs> yeah, it is funny how like they're just like, get a load of this stupid coward. The strongest guy in the world who had no <laughs> idea there were aliens or robots or ghosts. <laughs> He should know about that. They're, the dog is the president. <laughs> and the dog president. There is an episode where he, when Cell is like, you know, okay, come fight me. And the dog president is like, I hope that young man that saved the earth once that had a monkey tail shows up again. <laughs> the, like, right. the citizens then- of Dragon Ball Z are like not fleshed out as a concept. They just sometimes <laughs> hope like, I hope I'm in Dragon Ball Z again. Otherwise we're doomed. <laughs> Remember when Otherwise, that bald guy took on the Air Force? I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, they're like, what? They're like, I just hope no dinosaurs rip up my turnip farm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, that it's at this point that Gohan is able to get a pretty solid kick in. And then they both stop to sexually bleed from their mouths. And mm. Cell is fucking loving it. He's You're like, You're spanking wow. me, but I'm a vampire. <laughs> He goes, and I'm Mormon. 
to be fair, Gohan's the bottom in this scenario, but that's okay. <laughs> um, but he goes, uh, oh yeah, now now I, I'm I'm into it, so I'm gonna bring it out of him. I'm gonna bring that rage. And then Goku at this point has like a voiceover where it's like, Yes, Cell, beat the shit out of my son, please. I love it how you're killing my son. <laughs> like it's the only way he'll reach his power is for you, a perfect robot bug man, to murder my only kin. Upvote for this. Reddit gold. Um, it is a weirdly meta moment in this episode where just the true psychological horror of Dragon Ball is like laid bare. Like, no, it's about snapping. It's about how good and powerful you feel when you absolutely lose your shit in front of everybody. It's about yeah. getting angrier and angrier and then completely degrading into a feral blind rage beast and that's actually good and awesome yeah that's good and honorable and that's like how you know you're a true man with honor and it's not about breeding because usually like male narratives is about like my seed and it's like this is absolutely just about raging out (laughs) absolutely (laughs) to the point where like chi chi is like oh no you should care for your body and your life and those around you and then she does like a Whoppity do like flop with her yeah. legs in the Bonk. air. <laughs> <laughs> this silly Gohan's bitch. gotta get into college. Sweet chomp. This wacky lady. She's such a pain in the ass the way she cares about her family. <laughs> she pisses me off so much, man. Yeah, she's such a fucking bitch. You know what it is? It's just <laughs> oh, that no. she's like from a different that came show. so easily, Katie. Oh, God. <laughs> This dumb bitch is just holding me back from making games. <laughs> um, so that's what sounds like. I would like to see you at your full power, whether you want to or not. And that's when Cell reminds us he's got everybody inside of him, and he does a Frieza, Frieza. finger beam. And we love a Frieza. Remember finger that, beam, don't we? We remember don't Dragon we? Ball Z. And Gohan's forced to do how low can you go limbo under the beam? <laughs> Pretty good. He's good at it. He's been training in limbo. But he did not go low enough. Pl- be- oh, I'm sorry. Okay. You ever do limbo at 100 times gravity, man? It will break <laughs> you. I went into a special room with my dad where we did limbo and it was hot and cold. I think that whenever I see uh, wrestlers do that move where they flip over on their back to pin somebody like a little crab, and I'm like, damn, you were doing some shit. <laughs> I did that move once and I, I couldn't get back up like a turtle. Someone had to come get me. Oh, you know what the uh, funniest thing that I kept thinking of this episode was every time Goku is watching Gohan get smacked through a mountain, he'll set like everyone will be like, stop them, Goku. And he'll be like, I hit him harder than that. <laughs> and the only one that's you understand, begging I beat him, this kid. <laughs> the only one that doesn't say stop is, of course, Vegeta, who's just like, damn, is this kid really that powerful? That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I'm a fucking it, fake. <laughs> it's at this point that Cell does the classic. He zip zaps behind Gohan and gives him a death hug. Mm. Oh my God. This he is hugs- the same thing. Like Dragon Ball Z fighting is very dependent on no one doing a grab move of any kind. Because <laughs> the second, like, you do, like, it's not interesting to watch wrestling. That's the dirty mm. secret. Like, actual wrestling is very boring. Like, like it's just squeezing. Wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, yeah, he gets him in a hug and he's like, 
oh, I got you now in a, 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 a tough hug. Here's your options. Get angry or I crush your little bird bones. It's mm. terrible, isn't it? Ooh, it sucks. Poor baby. I'm crushing you. Look, Goku, I'm crushing your son. <laughs> like... <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I found it extremely comforting and cool to watch a buff child struggle in agony while a tall adult man just uh, held him against his will. That was super great. Yeah. Well, they didn't kiss. I thought that was good. <laughs> um, and then the next- They're at the same head level. It looks like it could happen. Like the next chain of melodrama, as Alex put it, is very interesting to me. So Piccolo is like, all right, enough you know hear me out dumbass and then you know <laughs> goku's like what piccolo you're gonna go in there and fight what the fuck what? are you gonna do and it's like well he has a point and they piccolo's like literally what the fuck is wrong with you though <laughs> your kid's dying and and then goku says listen any moment now he's gonna get mad it'll be fine and then vegeta even is you know just sitting there being like is he really that strong i think i'm stronger whatever i think i could get hugged like that <laughs> and this is when Piccolo says to Goku, "Hey, did you like explain this plan to Gohan?" Fantastic. Did you remember how he's like ten years old? Um, he's probably just freaked out. He's gonna die. And also, when's the last time you got kicked in the head that much? Like, you're not thinking about mad. You're just trying to stay alive. He's scared, and he's wondering why his dad's sitting there watching him die. And Goku's like. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> fantastic and reaction the shot in of the cradle in the silver spoon. The face the Goku makes when you make him think moon. about other people for even one second of just like, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> his eyes like sink into his head and the background changes and stuff. And it's funny because like Goku, don't you realize other people have their own emotions and are separate entities and have their own internal world? And it's so hilarious because you watch so much Dragon Ball and you see this back and forth a lot where Goku's like, relax, it's going to be fine. And then it's fine. This is like probably the first time I could think of of someone being like, consider someone else. And <laughs> Goku's like, <gasps> <laughs> it's like that meme with the exploding brain. He's like, oh, shit. And yeah, Goku really makes the same face as when he finds out pumpkins you eat in pies are mostly butternut squash. <laughs> <laughs> It's really jarring to watch in the show itself because you literally never seen that before of Goku like having concerns for somebody else. And uh, so that it's at this point that Goku finally is like, all right, Krillin, give me a bean. And but Cell's like, okay, Gohan, if you're not going to pop off and go all willy nilly, I guess I'm just going to fuck up your friends. He zip zaps over, steals Krillin's beans immediately because Krillin, why they give the beans the old butterfingers want to Why are they even McGee. there? <laughs> they should all just be watching this on TV. They have no business being there. And a then, real Neville, Neville Chamberlain goof em up to give the only <laughs> like emergency health power to the weakest one. Yeah, the guy who literally caused this whole show, by the way, by not killing Vegeta mm. <laughs> when he had the chance. And not killing um, Android 18. Yeah, he had several moments where he could have just really nipped this whole thing in the bud. <laughs> um, and then he goes to Gohan and he's like, look, I got your beans. Uh, I'm going to, you know, fuck up your friends. And Gohan's like, I lied. I don't have power. Please don't 
I mm. lied. Ha ha. It was a joke. Ha ha. <laughs> I was kidding. I just wanted a hug. <laughs> and Goku goes, why did I eat the bean when I had a chance? And everyone's like, yeah. That's what last episode was about. <laughs> Fucking bitch. They're yeah. magic beans. You gotta eat them. <laughs> You're turning into Jerry Seinfeld in real time, Alex. Yeah, then you know how long it takes to grow a bean? How long it takes to eat a bean? Just eat the bean. Oh. And they're all having this weird moment. And it's at this moment that Android 16, the hunkiest robot of them all, jumps out from the air and grabs Cell behind. And he's like, they're like, oh, right. They can't send 16 because he's a robot. He grabs Cell from behind in a second bear hug of the episode. <laughs> the most powerful move in Dragon Ball. Hug after hug. Hug after <laughs> hug after hug. Hits on hits. And, uh, Everyone's like, okay, let's get in there and fight. And he's like, no, I'm going to self-destruct and it's going to be so big. It's going to kill the shit out of everyone. So get out of here. I'm going to trust me. I haven't watched any previous episodes of Dragon Ball (laughs) Z, but I'm 99% sure this will definitely work. This move is going to work. Doing it for the birds. Go on. (laughs) It's me, a minor character doing a cool self-sacrifice, self-destruct move. Definitely going to. It's definitely just not going to make the villain look even cooler for emotional effect. Yeah, Chatsu's up on that cloud uh, and North Kai just like, not worth it, buddy. (laughs) Just don't do it. This is also right after Goku blew Cell's top off and he completely came back. So it's like, (laughs) you better get him all the way. I think that's what he thinks is going to happen. You got to get him all the way. He gives a speech about like fuck Dr. Jared and his uh, little robots. I'm gonna fuck, fuck my dad and everything you've done, Cell. We're gonna blow up and then we become a beautiful, still charcoal drawing. Mm. And that's the end of the episode. What, what's gonna Ooh. happen? You get to see like, Cell's concerned face. I appreciated yeah. that, where he looks over his shoulder like. He's like, now I am the one who was hugged. <laughs> In retrospect, it feels bad being hugged. <laughs> and that's the end of this week's episode. Pretty what good. What do you think, fellas? Happy Huggoween. Felt bad to watch. Happy Huggoween, everybody. <laughs> Out of seven Dragon Balls, let's rate and review. Alex Petak. Katie, thanks for having me. What a show. Watching these hugs go on in these big, dusty planes really gives you a sense of fear that will keep (laughs) you going all year long. I hope Gohan really steps up to the moment, because otherwise we're in for one dusty trail. And for that reason, I think this episode was big on story and big on heart. And I will give it five out of seven Dragon Balls for keeping me watching. Good on you, partner. Uh, Thank you, Jake. partner. <laughs> uh, very torn. I want to give it a low episode because it doesn't really have like a big iconic moment, not a real big iconic speech, really. It's just kind of another just dicking around till someone s- snaps so well that they beat the bad guy kind of thing. Uh, but in its weird snapping discourse, it kind of gives up the plot of Dragon Ball. It kind of gives us a window into what this whole series is actually about. And so in a way, it's almost essential viewing. It's essential any viewing. Dragon Ball head. That's not a word. Any Dragon Ball head out there has to uh, watch it. Because <laughs> they just literally are just getting into it. It's like, 
the highest, the highest uh, value, the greatest honor is when you just pupil narrow, just become a bestial violence monster. That's the cool <laughs> place to be. If you want to protect things close to you and, yeah. I, and I don't care how much we're going to humiliate you, we're going to get it out of you. It's so, it's just, it's, there's no subtext. It's just, it's just there. It's all it's there just on text. the page. It's just text. <laughs> So they, with they that in him, mind, I was going to, I just have to say, dude, they do him dirty, but this is also like the height of the Piccolo episode. This is Piccolo yeah. laying it all on the line about what he does in the show. And it's like not related to the story or anything happening. It's just him being like this whole time. I've been your dad. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so I, I'm going to say six out of seven, even mm-hmm. though it's not as memeable. It's not as gifable. It's a, a, a lot of the heart, a lot of the soul of what makes Dragon Ball Dragon Ball is all here in this episode. I actually agree with you, Jake, and I'm also going to give it six out of seven for those same reasons and also for seeing Goku literally consider anyone's emotions <laughs> or feelings. It's literally the last time we ever see this. It's the first and the last, so savor it while you can. <laughs> Fantastic reaction, Jif, if any of you know how to use the computer. <laughs> <laughs> and you... Uh, fucking Gen Zers out there. So I guess well, gifts. We are, can't relate to you in the office. You make oh us scared. God. Did you oh, see that we're article? Not about that was so fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared of you at the office. He's scared. Well, uh, it's time to do an email and get the heck of Rooney out of here. Let's open up the plug bag. Wait, oh. let me take that again. <laughs> <laughs> Let's open up the email bag. There you go. Baby. There we go. <laughs> this week's email is uh, from viewer Ian and it is entitled Podmail Question. So we are Pod reading it. Podmail. Welcome to Podmail, the new name for this segment we already have a song for. Hey, ballers, he says. Just had a quick question. If you two and the guest had to make a Voltron with the Davids, who would be which body part and which would your color be? Thanks for the pod, and I'm pulling my spirit bond hands up to give you the energy to get through the insane voice direction they give the Duel Brothers coming up. I think that's a Yu-Gi-Oh! reference. We're doing Yu-Gi-Oh! behind the paywall. You gotta listen to it. Well, I say this with absolute respect, but David Spector is not getting in my Voltron. I'm sorry. Come on. (laughs) The boy! He could be a leg. (laughs) No, I don't trust him! This is our good friend. You can let him be your leg. Granted, I I went on tour with David Spector, and I did not let him drive my car, but this is a leg. I'm just saying, like, he needs to be back at the base or something. (laughs) Making jokes into the microphone. I just... This is great, because we have to take Jake and be like, which of our friend David's is your favorite? I'm aware of the David's. (laughs) I listen to the podcast. I understand that there are David's about. I have never met them or talked to them personally. I, I trust I trust Jake to be in the center, to be fair. Yeah. Center of gravity, man. I got, you I can got be core strength. I can I just feel like, like you got all the information we need to like make the, the <laughs> practical mark. Well, then he should be the head. Okay, you can be the head. If it's a yeah. Voltron and not a Power Ranger, because Power Rangers, they all meet in the tummy, but they form the other body parts. Right, and in Voltron, they're each an individual body Yeah, part. I think they stay in the body parts, which is much riskier, right? Yeah. I don't know. 
I don't know, because then if you get hit in the comm center or whatever, then you lose all of the pilots at once. How do you like, I just feel like this is a very dysfunctional robot that's going to be too busy making jokes. <laughs> okay, so yeah, we have David Spector, David Twighty, David Citric. David Citric, me, you, and Jake. I'm going to be an arm. Twighty. He's fun. Uh, I want to be sword arm. Okay, you could be sword arm. Yes. I trust you. Yes. I think I'm the, the, the less armed arm because I've just, you know, I'm there to just make the rest of the body seem legitimate. <laughs> You're just there for a symmetry. You're not- <laughs> it would just look fucked up with only four lions. You hold the shield that blocks our cancellation. Yeah, mm. basically. I'm like, ah, ladies here. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess I'm pink for that reason, too. Like, wow. Representation matters as long as it's a white woman. Woo! <laughs> this shield arm's weird. Uh, okay. <laughs> and then Jake is our, our calm center. And then mm. the other Davids could be legs. They're both tall. Yeah, that's, that's great. Oh, and no, when that they does... have their own show that we're on, they can be the arms, but this time they're legs. <laughs> and David right. Spector is uh, calling in. <laughs> Guys, I'm going to need you to stop making uh, political Twitter in jokes and attack the crystal. Can I need you to make uh, just the crystal is clearly the weak point. Can we just get on target? For five? It's glowing. It's cl- it's in the oh, middle man, of his chest. You guys it's remember when that crystal. <laughs> that crystal made a tweet at the ununited Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of Elon Musk. God damn it! We got to get the fucking crystal. Stop! <laughs> Put your rollerblades on. Well, thank you for writing in, Ian. I hope this this did something for you. Uh, if you have a question for us, please write in to ballingoutsuper at gmail.com. We want to answer your questions here in our yes. famous plugs uh, famous uh, Dragon Mail segment. <laughs> it's called Dragon Mail. It's not called Pod Mail. Anyway, it's time for plugs. Oh, plug a plug a choo choo. Jake. Uh, hey, if you enjoyed it. my weirdly specific knowledge about nerd shit, please check out Wizard and the Bruiser. It's a podcast available on Spotify. Uh, last episode, uh, as of recording, is a deep dive into the history of what we do in the shadows oh, and yeah. how the uh, insanely uh, small comedy scene uh, in <laughs> New Zealand managed to create one of the best uh, new comedies of the past 10 years, I'm going to say. I fucking love that show. Uh, we also did episodes on the SCP Foundation and uh, Weezer. So we got all <laughs> the bases covered. Uh, also, so. it, wait, I got one more plug. I got one more plug. I'm just <laughs> making oh, jokes. Please. <laughs> let him, I, let also, him do I also have a VTuber channel. I've created <laughs> an animated avatar that streams on weekday afternoons. Go to youtube.com slash puppet Jared and argue with me as I make tier lists. Uh, play fun drawing games like Gartic Phone and Dropa with me. And uh, all in all, just have a very fun time. It is uh, the best way to pretend you're doing work while at work. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's Alex pretty good. Patak. Uh, I put all my things on my Twitter at Patak Test Kitchen, which is something we all know how to spell. P-T-A-K, Test Kitchen. And you know what? Maybe I have a thing coming out kind of soon, but I'll never tell. And you can find me on Twitter at Katie Rose. Please watch Al Bummer behind the paywall on Giant Bomb if you like millennials with opinions. Last week we did uh, the seminal classic 
Corey Feldman album, Angelic to the Core, and it almost broke me. Uh, and as always, please check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash pod for Yu-Gi-Oh! Hot Takes, because we want to duel you there. Uh, there are no <laughs> bad episodes in my grandfather's Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> it's the heart of the content baby anyway that's been us for this week see you next week ball now super spooky halloween <laughs> <laughs>